Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to the Not Me But You podcast. Today we are going to be talking about music and TV shows and movies and kind of a part two to our social media episode. Um, Just because there is a lot within this whole technology and everything, all the media in our day and age and how we just don't really realize what an impact that can have on our spiritual lives and with our relationship with other people. So, Yeah, we're just going to be unpacking that today. Yeah, we think it's a topic that people of our age group, that teenage to early adults really struggles with because we grew up with these things called cell phones and so we're really attached to them. And so we really need to be careful of what we are allowing, you know, what apps and what music and what TV shows we are using and allowing to, um, you know, change our worldview, honestly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me personally, I honestly don't listen to any secular music anymore, and this started after camp this last summer in 2020, so even though I've gone to camp pretty much every year, I never, I would go and I'd be really on fire for the Lord and I'd come back and I'd feel great for about two weeks and then it would fizzle out and But this year was different, Um, and when I got back from camp, just turning on the radio, listening to music that I'd normally listen to, I was like, gross. I don't, why am I listening to this? I don't like it. It's not glorifying God. It's not benefiting me in any way. Um, So yeah, I only ever listen to Christian music and podcasts now, which is kind of difficult sometimes, like especially when I'm just running on the treadmill or something, like, listening to a podcast doesn't always keep me going, but there are, like, Christian rap songs and, like, upbeat Christian music that is out there to help with that, so, yeah, it makes me sound like a grandma, but... Ella is a grandma. (laughs) Last time we... This is, like, our fourth time recording this podcast, guys. Oops. But we really wanted, um to center this on the truth and there was a couple stuff where we're like "Ooh, i'm not sure if that aligns perfectly so we're like okay we got to get this straight before we um re-record this but last time we were recording this ella had a box of malto meal (laughs) sitting on the table as we were recording basically because she likes to eat malto meal like what well okay i'm here at addie's house and Addie's mom gave me some malto meal because Addie's family doesn't like it and i like it So I was like, well, I'll get this off your hands. I'll take it. And then I just had it with me the rest of the day. Yeah. Grandma status is (laughs) Ella. Yeah. But okay, for getting back on track, for me personally, I, like Ella, kind of had that conviction of, wow, um, some of the music I'm listening to really isn't um, benefiting my spiritual life. And in fact, it's kind of inhibiting it. And we got a new car about six months ago. And when we got the car, it had Sirius XM in it. So that's basically just like no commercials. So I was listening to a Christian station on there and I absolutely loved it because some of the stations around us are so spotty. 
Yeah. They're, um, yeah. I don't know. Just FYI. And so I was like, wow, I really love this. And I just was noticing kind of the change in my thought life of, wow, I don't have these songs running through my head all the time. And I have these Christian lyrics and sometimes I'll be faced with a hard situation. And then all of a sudden, boom, Christian lyrics pop in my head. I'm like, whoa, this mm-hmm. is cool. And so not to say that I don't ever listen to country music or pop music, but predominantly when you get into my car, Christian music will play like the that's the thing that I listen to most as well as podcasts like Ella said but just for me I found that that really helps like I just I love that mm-hmm. I also have um, found that I learn really well through songs so like when I was taking the ACT I seriously don't know how to multiply you guys unless I'm skip counting on my fingers so here I am like taking the test using my fingers however like that can come back and kind of haunt me at the same way because I can listen to a song on the radio and then also be like, oh my goodness, like that song is living on repeat in my brain. So I personally, like for myself, have to be careful with what I listen to because I like, I just catch on so fast to anything that is to a rhythm and a beat. So yeah, that's just, I gotta be careful when I do that. Yeah. Whether we realize it or not, Whatever music we're listening to, um, that's always playing subconsciously in our minds all day. So even though you might think what you're listening to doesn't affect you, it really does. So um, kind of tying that in, we have a song lyric here that we're going to read. So this says, you can't have my heart and you can't use my mind, but do what you want with my body. And that's from a song by Lady Gaga. And so, Addie, if you heard me saying this to a boy, you would be like, Ella, what is wrong with you? Drag me out of the room by the ear and give me a stern talking to. Mm, I would. However, number one, Ella wouldn't be talking to boys. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't think I'd have to worry about this as much (laughs) as you would really think. However... Yes, I would want to have a serious talk with anyone who just walked up to someone of the opposite gender and said, hey, you can't have my heart, you can't use my mind, but you can do what you want to my body. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> let's reverse the roles here then, Addie. If I heard you saying this to your boyfriend, I would be very upset with both of you. I would be upset with myself. <laughs> yeah, so we're just saying like, Things like this you hear in a song with a good beat and whatever, and it's not that bad. But if you, like, just heard someone saying that to another person, you'd be like, gross, why are they saying that? Mm -hmm. So it kind of just really makes you think about what you are listening to because, like we said, that's playing in your subconscious all day. So Yeah, what makes me sad is I... I coach gymnastics and so I'm around a lot of like eight to ten year old girls all the time and they sing any and every song on the radio and I can just imagine them sitting in the car with their parents and singing that song in the back seat of like you can't have my heart you don't have my mind but like do what you want with my body I'm like they're eight and this is coming out of their mouths and they have no idea probably what it means however like that is having an influence on them mm-hmm. and we don't realize it like even the parents are like oh whatever they're singing the popular pop song and I don't know it makes me sad and number two it makes me want to be careful what my future kids listen to as well because you know I want to guard their little ears so that they don't they're not infiltrated with those lies and start believing that false worldview 
Yeah, so a big thing with music is just the fact that it was created by God and it was created for his glory. And we totally ruined it with sin in this world. Um, Psalm 105 verse 2 says, Sing to him, sing praise to him, tell him of all his wonderful acts. So singing and glorifying and praising God should be telling God how wonderful he is, praising him. And instead, music is just so filthy now. It's doing anything but glorifying and praising him. Yeah, music is a gift from God. And as we were researching this outline and just kind of figuring out, you know, what do we want to say to the world about music? Um, we were finding, you know, some speculation out there on the internet and from mm -hmm. just pastors and theologians and just people that know more than we do. But there's speculation to whether Satan was the lead worshiper in heaven. Um, so like the lead worshiper to God before he, um, you know, fell out of heaven and is right right when satan was an angel in heaven so we'll put the scripture references down below we don't know for sure but there is some speculation that he was in charge of worshiping god and whether he is or not it doesn't matter it's not a salvation issue i think it definitely goes to show how well satan uses music and he uses singers and songwriters to fill music full of sinful, rotten ideas. So I don't know. It's just something to think about, and it really opens your eyes to what you're listening to and just why music is so filthy nowadays. Yeah, Satan is the prince of this world, and so he's he's in control here on earth, and so he will take anything and everything that he can get his hands on to try to deceive us. So even when this music feels good and makes us feel good and, wow, it gives me so much motivation to work out like that much better when I'm listening to this nasty rap music. However, like Satan is using that to deceive us. He's getting into our head and he's infiltrating these lies into us. So we really do have to be careful about that even when we don't realize it's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another point we want to talk about is even some Christian songs out there don't keep God at the center. And this can be really tricky and really dangerous because it's hard to know. Like, even something like Christian music isn't always worshiping God and keeping God at the center yeah, one of the points I think Ella is trying to make here is there, the point of music really is to worship God and to praise him um, for what he is. And so when we're putting ourselves at the center and there's songs that, yes, they're kind of mentioning Christ, but they're not necessarily about Christ, mm -hmm. like that can be harmful to us as well. And we really need to be careful about what Christian songs we are listening to. And that's scary in itself because you think, oh, turn on Christian radio and you're good. Well, like the point of our lives is to give glory and honor and praise to God. So if this song is not necessarily doing that, then maybe we need to rid ourselves of that as well. Right. Luke chapter four, verse eight says, Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And so when we are um, listening to music that is putting ourselves at the center, whether this is so-called Christian music or not, um, it's not worshiping God. It's putting ourselves at the center. And Jesus clearly states it right here. That's wrong to put ourselves at the center. 
Yeah, one example of a song that's on the radio right now that's doing this is Love God and Love People. To be honest, I enjoy this song. So it kind of hurts when I like sat and picked it apart. But here's, I just want to read a couple verses to you just to kind of like display what we're talking about here. So some of the verses say, I'm checking the boxes, trying to be flawless. I'm running in circles, jumping the hurdles. And then skip down a little bit into the... Um, chorus and it says we're living in a world that keeps breaking but if we want to find a way to change it we need to love god and love people big part that i want to like underline right here is if we want to change it that's that's like if we and the whole point of this podcast we've always want to stand behind the truth of it is not me but you that is clearly in her name so it's never us that does the saving it's never us that does the changing it is god through these people and when these songs are saying hey we want to find a way to change it it's like ooh, maybe we need to step back and find out what the bible says Mm -hmm. and the bible says that no it it is through god and through god only and Not to say like, oh, awful song, just chalk it up, don't ever listen to it. However, like, let's be careful with what we listen to because even worship songs can have a taint of the world in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, I know there's a lot of um, problems with these worldly Christian songs in like um, Bethel music, Hillsong worship, um, Jesus culture. Those are just some examples. And not to say that these people have bad intentions behind them we don't know their hearts only God knows that but I feel like with a lot of these songs it's very feeling based they're just writing about how they feel towards God what's going on in their lives all about their feelings and there's no biblical knowledge behind these songs there's no theology to back them up so I think that's definitely where um these songwriters run into problems because they are basing their song off of their feelings and our personal feelings don't really matter. Like God and who he is is sovereign over all. So we can't write a song claiming to be praising God when it's based off of our feelings. Yeah, I, to- I totally get that and totally understand that. Um, for myself, some songs that I really enjoy listening to, one of my favorites is Oh, Come to the Altar. It's an older song. However, there is some like contemporary versions out there. I really like that song. It's about, you know, coming to the altar of God and like laying yourself down and being like, you know, the Father's arms are open wide and like there's forgiveness and I'm washed clean of my sin. I really like that one and um, kind of the more popular like contemporary ones of today. I like the song, The Truth I'm Standing On. That's the one that I will like blare in my car and be like, yes. <laughs> yeah, my favorite verse in that song is the God who parts the sea promises he is going to make a way for me. And the whole song is about like, this is the truth I'm standing on that like God's got this. Like it is God. And I don't know. I go listen to that song. I love that song. Um, but yeah, Ella, you got you got your favorite songs. Um, okay, so I definitely have my favorites, but um, multiple of them are from Hillsong, and not to say Hillsong is all bad, but I just got done talking about how a lot of their songs are based off feelings, so I'm not going to recommend them, um, but I have a couple of like hymns that I love, and 
I don't go on runs and I don't work out listening to a hymn, okay? I do listen to like upbeat Christian music, but in church, whatever. One of my favorites is Holy, Holy, Holy. And I just think this song kind of talks about um, the Holy Trinity and how God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are all God. And anyways, I just think it does a really good job of explaining that and unpacking that even though it's a song. Um, And I also really like the hymn Peace Like a River. It's a very simple, basic one, but I don't know. It's just a really peaceful, comforting song, and I really like that one. So those are my favorite hymns, but I'm not going to go there with my favorite popular Christian songs just because, like we had mentioned, they can be kind of dangerous. So Yeah, I think another point we need to hit before moving on to TV shows is just the reminder that worship isn't necessarily about us. So um, Isaiah 12 talks about this, and it just talks about how worship and praise is to be to our creator god it's not necessarily something that's for us Mm -hmm. it is for god and for his glory yeah this is something that i feel very strongly about um a lot of times people expect to feel the goosebumps they want to feel again feeling which is not what we necessarily want um they just want to get all caught up and feel these emotions when they're worshiping and whatever, and I get it. There's plenty of times where I feel really good when I am worshiping, but just a reminder that worship isn't about us. It's not for us. It's for God, and I think just the fact that a lot of times God does give us that good feeling when we do worship him just goes to show what a loving and generous God he is, that something that is for him He is allowing us to feel pleasure while doing it. So I just think keeping that in mind, um, that we're not the center of worship. Hebrews 12 verse 28 says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. So I think that verse does a good job of just very specifically stating that the whole point of worship is worshiping God, not ourselves, not getting that good feeling. So anyways, that's that's just my little rant. Yeah, we should we should move on before we get so caught up in music and all of that. Uh, Ella could yeah. go on for hours. I'm I'm here with Ella's timer of like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh-huh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm a little type A and I really need to work on that quite a bit. But... But I could sit here and talk for hours on music and I'm not going to. So, TV shows and movies. Yes. These can also be pretty toxic. Yeah, I... For myself, have a lot of convictions about TV shows. Actually, recently, like two weeks ago, I started watching the show Bridgerton. And by watching, I mean I watched one episode with my mom and then watched about half another half of another episode by myself and was like, whoa, I don't think I should be watching this show. And that's because just by watching like an episode and a half, I realized how much of an impact that was having on just my thought life and just bringing up things that... I, at this stage in my life, don't necessarily need to be thinking about. And 
just wasn't the best. And so that was something that I really had to step away from and be like, okay, God, like, what do you want from this? Like, do I need to give this up? And God was like, yeah, you need to not watch this anymore. And I didn't give it up because it was like, oh, I don't like watching it anymore. No, I enjoyed watching it, but I gave it up because I was like, you know what? There's a greater good in this. Like keeping myself from um, these certain trains of thoughts or these certain sin patterns, like I'm running away from this. So like, let's fill myself up with the truth and not the lies of the devil. So I've just personally within these last two weeks have felt super convicted about just being careful and mindful about what I watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know for myself, especially like March through May when the entire universe was shut down, um, definitely spent a lot of time watching Netflix and definitely watched things that I shouldn't have watched. And I knew it was wrong at the time, but I just kept watching it. And my family recently got rid of our Netflix account, which I wasn't too happy about when we first did, but now I'm really thankful. And that just keeps me from wasting time and just watching things that I shouldn't watch on there. So, yeah, I I definitely have noticed that too. I like to, whenever I work out, I just flip on something random. And now I'm... I watch like organizing shows when I work out and because I'm like, you know what? There's there's not a lot of bad in those. Not all the time. <laughs> yeah. Addie's secret addiction is she watches organizing shows while working out. Well, I think it's difficult because with music, we can easily turn off the pop, the country, whatever we're listening to and find Christian music because there's tons of Christian music options out there. But it's definitely harder with tv shows and movies because there aren't many options mm-hmm. out there and not to like bash the christian film industry but i've watched a couple and i always <laughs> i always walk away being like this is the cheesiest uh, thing yeah. i've watched in my entire life mm-hmm. in psalms 119 verse 37 it says turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways I think this is just a great verse to remind ourselves of like turning my eyes. So yes, that thing is still going on. However, I'm directing my attention elsewhere. I'm turning and I'm looking at the things that truly matters because you know what we spend the most time looking at is really is what's influencing us. Mm -hmm. And so that takes a lot of self-control to be able to turn around because the thing is, it's still going on behind us. That TV right. show is still playing back there, but I'm turning from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Matthew chapter 18, verse 9 says, And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter eternal life with one eye than to have two eyes and to be thrown into the fire of hell. So if you do watch something bad on TV, I'm not telling you to go gouge your eyeball out but rather gouge that TV show out of your life. And whatever that may be that's causing you to stumble and that's causing you to sin, cut it out. Because like it says right here, it is better for you to enter eternal life than go to hell. And if that means getting rid of the TV show that you enjoy, then that's a small price to pay when it comes to your eternity. Yeah, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. And so 
any, you know, small pain that we could feel here on this earth that keeps us away from sin, that is so much more valuable. You know, losing mm-hmm. an eye is so much more valuable than missing out on that shot of eternal life and ending right. up in hell. And so that's just kind of keeps things in perspective of, yes, I'm giving up these things or maybe I'm choosing not to watch them. You know, all of my friends are watching this TV show and they're talking about it at the lunch table, but I'm going to choose not to watch it because I know that is it it affects me in certain ways and it's not as glorifying to God. Well, in that pain and there's a little bit of struggle of giving that up, like I'm saying yes to something so much greater. Like I'm saying yes to eternity with God mm-hmm. and I'm doing everything I can so that I don't stumble and fall into sin. And so when we really turn that and we put that perspective on life, it you know, it really makes us realize like, okay, everything in this life is so worthless except for my relationship with Christ. So, yeah. yeah. And God is a holy and perfect God and he takes sin very seriously. It says in Hebrews chapter 10 verses 26 through 27, if we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. So I'm reading Hebrews right now, and I came across that verse the other day, and it stung a little bit to read. It really did, because you don't think of yourself as an enemy of God when you knowingly sin. Um You don't say, well, you know, I persecute Christians, whatever, whatever. I'm not an enemy of God. But if you're knowingly and willingly sinning, even though you know what the Bible says, that's a big deal. It says right there, God takes sin very seriously. So just be careful. It's not always fun to cut out that TV show, cut out whatever is making you, causing you to sin in life. But it's necessary when it comes to your eternity, so. Yeah, I know me and Ella have talked about how we've liked to cut out certain TV shows and how we don't like to listen to certain music. These are our personal convictions that have grown over time as our relationship with God has grown, and so I just pray that you would pray. Mm -hmm. Like, say, God, what do you want me to be listening to? Like, what voice is loudest in my life? And through that and through asking God, that is how you should discern what you are watching and what you are listening to. Like these, this is what me and Ella do. However, please, please, please go to the father, ask, like ask and he will give it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to ask first. Yeah. He's gonna tell you and show you what he wants you to do. So you just have to have open hands and an open heart and be willing to obey God and do what he says when he does give you that answer. So I think we should give a few recommendations so we're not sitting here and being like, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, and then leave everybody hanging. So, Addie, are there any Christian shows that you watch? Ooh, well, I love the American Gospel. It's like this movie slash documentary. Warning, it is a little deep. Like, I walked away from watching it the first time and I was like, whoa. So it is one of those like movies that you have to like watch 15 minutes and like walk away and be like, okay, collect my thoughts. Mm -hmm. What is this all about? And then go back to it. But that I really do enjoy watching that documentary. 
Yeah, the American Gospel series, they have one called Christ Alone and then one called Christ Crucified. And these are both on Amazon Prime, but you have to pay for them. Um, They used to be on Netflix, but Netflix removed them, sadly. Um, But if you just Google American Gospel and find their website, you can watch them through their website as well. So highly recommend those. Um, Another show that we've mentioned before is The Chosen. Um, It just walks through Jesus' life and his ministry, and it really just brings the Bible to life. Yeah, I've also watched like God's Not Dead and God's Not Dead 2. Those are some pretty good movies. And about a week ago, I watched the movie Priceless for the first time. It's on Amazon Prime. It's not free, but if you choose to watch it with ads, it's free. I have no idea why, but so I watched it with ads. But it's this movie about just this guy um, rediscovering kind of um, how to treat females, I guess, Hmm. and just like rediscovering like your worth. And that's what the whole movie is called is like you are priceless and like you are worth more like your identity comes from Christ and you are worth more than what these men are saying you're worth. And that was an awesome movie. And I think anyone our age should really just watch that male and female because it really made me think through a lot of things of like, wow, this is sad that some of this stuff is happening in the world. Um, but I, I like that movie because it gave a really good perspective on that. There's also a song called Priceless. So like the song like is based on like the movie. Oh, yeah. No, the song came first. So the movie's based on the song. There you go. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. Um, I really like the movie Unplanned. Ooh. And Addie and Julie and I watched this together. And it's not totally focused on God and the Bible and Christianity. But it is about abortion. Don't turn off your ears just because I said that word. It's a really good movie should definitely go watch it. It's very eye-opening and um, gives a good perspective on things because it is based off of a true story about a woman who was the director of Planned Parenthood and just seeing her story. So that was That's really good. Seriously, an awesome movie. Opened my eyes so much. Definitely mm-hmm. go watch that one. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's plenty of other ones out there. Um, And we can give these recommendations in our social media because we have many more, but we're not going to sit here and talk about them all day. So, yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much um, for listening to us ramble on about music and TV shows and just the impact they have on your life. And like we said, please ask God to, you know, give you that conviction and ask him like, hey, what should I be listening to? Like, do I need to gouge out an eye here? (laughs) Scary as that may seem, but um yeah, we're praying for you and we just pray that we let's figure out this thing called life together because it's it's a hard world to live in and yeah. especially when we're surrounded by all of these distractions. Yeah. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening. Yep. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect, and we ask our supporters to always fact-check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.